This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to NFT Nation, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. I'm your host, Michael Wheeler, here with my co-host, Alex Ferguson. What's going on, guys? In today's episode, we will be explaining what the Brave browser is and why you should consider using Brave over many other options out there. So, uh, Alex, would you like to kind of start off the first question? This this um, episode's all going to be about a back and forth between Alex and I helping the audience understand the Brave browser and everything that goes into it. And Alex and I are going to kind of play the role of a um, curious viewer, if that makes sense, too, that is trying to learn about the Brave browser. So we're just going to get right into it. Alex, would you like to ask the first question about what the Brave browser is? Yeah, so starting off pretty simple. I mean, this is about Brave Browser. So what is it exactly? So pretty much there's like a basic definition of the Brave Browser in that Brave is a free open source, open source web, uh, de- web browser developed by Brave Software Incorporated, which is based on the Chromium web browser. So that means it's actually built on top of the kind of... Um, same platform that google chrome uses and brave is a privacy focused browser which automatically blocks online advertisements and website trackers in its default settings so you don't have to worry about um kind of the the man listening into everything you type and search and giving you advertisements based on what they think you might buy and also it, it provides the users a choice to turn on optional ads that pay users for their attention in form of the basic attention token, which uh, we will get into later and help everyone understand what exactly that is. And it's obviously a cryptocurrency that their users get paid in to use the software. And also users can then send contributions to websites and many different content creators to uh, through the basic attention token to support them. And you can also tip many website creators using a basic attention token. So yeah, that's just like kind of the basic definition if you had maybe 30 seconds to learn about what the Brave browser is. It's kind of crazy that we have to go to some other website to feel safe. Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, it's everyone, it's, it's uh, obviously everyone has different opinions on whether they like to be tracked or whether they even care. But for someone who enjoys their own privacy and wants to uh, kind of do their own thing, the Brave browser is a perfect option. Yeah, it's definitely so, it, and it goes over the Chrome, like you said. So it's real simple then. Yeah, like you have all your Chromium extensions that you would you would still use. Like you have, like I use Grammarly and MetaMask that helps me with the with the browser, and it just works perfectly. Mm-hmm. But kind of to get into it, Alex, do you care just to give the uh, listeners some quick facts about the Brave browser? Yeah, so I just got a few little facts here to share with y'all. And as of December twenty twenty one, Brave has more than fifty million active monthly users. So, I mean, it's it's obviously sounds pretty popular. And uh, 15.5 million daily active 
users and a network of more than 1.5 million content creators. So this is obviously pretty popular throughout the whole world. And in April 2021, Ray became the first browser to be added to the Epic Games Store. So I actually, uh, when I first read that, I was kind of like, oh, Epic Games. They made Fortnite. They made a couple other games. So <laughs> they're pretty. They're pretty popular. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see uh, like a big company like Epic Games putting Brave software onto their application for other users to download. Yeah, for sure. So, Alex, we obviously understand some quick facts about what the Brave browser is, and kind of to get more deep into what the company truly is, can you give us some background on maybe who founded the company and a little bit of history? Yeah, so in May of 2015, CEO Brennan Irich and CTO, CTO Brian Bondi founded Brave Software, which we are talking about now. And in January 2016, Brave Software launched the first version of Brave with a- active ad blocking capabilities and announced plans for a privacy-respecting ad platform. And also in June 2019, Brave started testing a new ad blocking rule matching algorithm implemented in Rust, replacing the previous C one. So I know that last sentence could be kind of confusing for people. Yeah, though, a lot of people that, that don't know. <laughs> don't understand. Like, what the heck? What yeah, the well, heck is Rust and C? So what exactly is that? Yeah, so Rust and C is pretty much simplest terms, just coding languages and algorithms, which basically help a lot. A lot of computers and everything around us kind of work, and uh, Brave claims that it, this is an a- that this is an average of sixty nine times faster than the previous algorithm. So I mean they're making pretty good adjustments towards their platform, and they're obviously and it's working. So yeah, it's crazy to see like um, Brandon Ike, the founder uh, of the Brave software. He, he's he's really smart, obviously. But uh, I was watching it. He has an interview with, I believe, I don't. I'm, it might be Lex Friedman or uh, many other kind of con- huge content creators. But he actually personally made um, the kind of he built kind of so- the Brave software on top of these algorithms, which is why it is so much faster now than it previous was, hmm. which is insane to see. That's cool. Could you give us a little bit of a background on Brandon Ike? Yeah, so to kind of understand what the Brave browser is, you obviously want to understand who the creators are. That's kind of just like a basic knowledge that everyone wants to know. So pretty much Brandon Ike is an American computer programmer and technology executive. That's why he's the executive or the CEO of Brave Software. And he actually created the the JavaScript programming language and co-founded the Mozilla project and the Mozilla... uh, the Mozilla Foundation and also the Mozilla Corporation. So he's obviously done a lot with technology and especially being an executive in many different companies. And he served as the Mozilla Corporation's uh, chief technical officer before he was appointed uh, chief exec or sorry, he was appo- before he was appointed uh, the chief executive officer, but he re- he resigned shortly after his appointment due to controversy and obviously we don't really want to talk about his controversy but uh any it's it's not anything horrible but if our listeners want to go out of their way and look up what the controversy was they are free to do that but uh right after he left the mozilla foundate or corporation he actually created 
or he became the CEO of Brave Software, which is great to see. But um, to kind of understand who uh, more of Brandon's like uh, kind of experience and maybe give him a little bit more prestige inside the crypto and kind of these Web3 community. He first worked at Next Netscape, which uh, many some young viewers may not may not even know what Netscape is. But it was pretty much an American independent computer stuff, uh, services company. It was pretty much the, it was kind of like, you know how MySpace was Facebook before Facebook. Netscape was pretty much the internet before the internet. So uh, he obviously has has been in the kind of uh, space for a long time, and he obviously co-founded Mozilla, which is a free and open software project, and then he became the CEO of the Brave browser. So and he also- has a lot. Of- or sorry, go ahead. Uh, and just for anyone that doesn't know, Mozilla is uh, they're most known for Firefox. Yeah, so you can all. Oh, I actually didn't know that, which is uh, yeah. really interesting to learn because that actually gives him a lot more yeah. prowess in the space because Firefox is literally used everywhere. I think it's one of the most um, kind of competing browsers besides Safari and Google Chrome. But yeah. I mean, it's great to see. It just gives him even more. Like it makes me trust the Brave browser even more because. The CEO has so much experience. Yeah. And something else to add on the facts about earlier. He built uh, JavaScript in 10 days. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. He's a nerd. He is a certified <laughs> nerd. And, you know, in this in, in the in the crypto and kind of decentralized community, we love nerds. It's a good thing to be a nerd because the nerd, nerd the, the, the nerds in this space are the people that make money. So it's great to see. They're the ones making the bank. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, Alex, we all understand that it's it's a business. The uh, even though the Brave Foundation or the Brave Software Incorporated is a nonprofit, they obviously need money to support themselves. How exactly does the Brave browser kind of make money? Yeah. So you mentioned this earlier in the previous topic, but Brave uses its basic attention token or BAT to drive revenue and keep the browser running. So many of might be asking well what is it so the basic attention token is a cryptocurrency token based on ethereum created for use in the open source decentralized ad exchange platform and cryptocurrency so pretty much i mean it's based on ethereum so i mean it obviously yeah, it's has actually some... built on top of the ethereum kind of blockchain, blockchain. which is great yeah. to see but yeah, it's we, some we, good we, backing we... yeah exactly it's great to see them build on the largest kind of smart contract blockchain out there yeah, so how, so you're kind of wondering how they use it. So the basic attention tokens, tokenomics, are based upon a cycle between the user, creator, and adver- advertisers. Advertisers must purchase the basic attention token, or I'm going to start calling it BAT, just for sure. Yeah, short. BAT's a lot easier. Yeah, uh, to show ads on the Brave Rewards platform. And uh, these ads then shown to the user, where the user then receives 70% of 70% the bat spent on the ad, which is a 30% revenue going to Brave. So, I mean, yeah, which I mean, that's awesome to see because I like how the Brave browser is pretty much making advertisers buy their yeah. own token, kind to, of buy their uh, advertise because, as because, um, if any more viewers, just kind of like a fun fact, I am currently using the Brave browser to record this uh podcast with Alex and. Um, especially if you use the Brave Browser mobile version, you get uh, some type of ad, but they're not like personalized ads where like something like Google where they like pretty much just try to like <laughs> figure out everything 
you like and then pretty much oh, they know you. everything you yeah like. oh they know you talk you talk about a dog collar you're getting an amazon ad in 30 seconds but um uh it's, it's nice to see how they're kind of giving uh a more decentralized version of advertisements especially because since you're not just being bombarded by personal ads it's great to see and the fact that they're giving 70 percent of the uh at or the money spent by the advertisers back to the community is also amazing to see yeah and some of you might uh how can you use the token can you just start buying nfts or just what can you do with it so users can then either resupply this bat back into the market to be rebought by advertiser advertisers so they can have more ads or they can choose to tip a creator using them brave creators platform where creators may then sell uh the bat and creators being hosted off websites the users have visited or creators on platforms such as youtube and also uh, i could be wrong is it twitter uses it as yes well? yes you can also so it's not twitter uh like directly like kind of how they have their own certain tip feature yeah like the blue Ethereum. or whatever yeah but you can you can tip certain creators in the basic attention token that that have the brave browser because when you create the brave browser it comes with a wallet so you don't have to go through all the like heavy or the headache of having to create your own wallet but pretty much this allows the creators or the both the creators and the users of the brave browser to kind of create their own ecosystem and support each other like obviously there's kind of like a built-in patreon just in the browser like if i say there's a website i use all the time and it's pretty small and i want to support it and i can just send them some of my basic attention token that i've earned from just using the browser and it's kind of like a thank you so which is really nice to see because you're able to support creators that you love that you normally wouldn't be able to other than just like using their stuff yeah so the bat market is kind of i mean it's big for advertisers obviously as we're saying so in the scenario that price is, price is expected to be supported by advertisers, obviously, wanting to show ads on the platform and buying bats so that they can show ads to the whole kind of, um, I forget the word, I don't know the word, but like viewers, I guess. Audience. Audience, Audience. Of, there you go. Yeah. And uh, users or creators selling their bat at a certain price for profit. So that profit being selling it back to companies that want to advertise stuff on the uh brave server yeah exactly and also i like how like the i'm just gonna call it the brave company just because it makes more sense or the brave software incorporated whatever you want to call it i like how they've made the i've mentioned this earlier but i really appreciate how they're making the advertisers buy the basic attention token because it kind of fuels their the own it kind of fuels the own economy with the basic attention token because there's always going to be advertisers. The more and more the Brave browser grows, more and more advertisers are going to migrate to Brave because that's just kind of how it works. You kind of get you trying to, you want to get your products out to as as a large of an audience as possible. And if the Brave browser grows, so will the uh, kind of marketers. But that also means that the more marketers is the more people buying the token. Yep. Which, if you kind of look at it in economics term, I don't know how many people are going to sell, but that kind of makes me pretty bullish on the basic attention token as a whole because more and more companies will be per- will be buying yeah for sure so 
I know that, I mean, why would I just switch to Brave? Why can't I just use Chrome? So what are some reasons, or me and Michael will give you sort of some reasons as to why you might want to switch to Brave. So Michael, go ahead and start, uh, start yeah, it off. Yeah, no problem. So obviously, this the number one uh, reason why you should or consider switching to Brave is my personal, in my personal opinion, is the most important to me just because this is what I enjoy from using the Brave browser, is that there is an internal ad blocker called Shields. So when if you're using any other blo- uh, any other browser, you have to go through the hassle and headache of having to download your own uh, ad blocker and hoping you don't get like malware on your computer. But the this is the actually the fastest ad blocker uh, browser. So it has insane features, and here's just like a list of everything the Brave browser blocks. It blocks intrusive adverts. It blocks company trackers. It blocks like fingerprinting from, like if you use some, um, like if you uh, sometimes will log into your account or something and you use your fingerprint or face ID, you might it might get like uh, swiped or taken. You never know what uh, hackers are trying to do. And also, it blocks cross-site cookies, so it uh, blocks uh, sending companies your data. And it also blocks intrusive scripts, which is kind of just like annoying ads that randomly show up. And it also blocks up pop-up ads. So as you're browsing the internet, you will not get like a blast of an ad. And you like you can't click anywhere and you have to click a certain thing because uh, like <laughs> we all, we've all been there where the annoying block goes on in the front of your screen. And it takes you like 17 clicks just to make the ad disappear. And it's... That's probably honestly why I love the Brave Browser so much because I no longer have to deal with that. Yeah. I know the cookies are kind of annoying too. Yeah, Having to click yeah. accept every single time I join. Oh yeah, that's that's so <laughs> Yeah, so for my for my reason, uh, I mean you earn crypto for seeing ads. I mean that's I mean, you're earning money just looking at ads that you Yeah, like do. imagine imagine if you got paid for watching a YouTube ad, like Yeah, I mean you're great you're already watching ads on Chrome or whatever site you use as like prominent as it is over there. So why not get paid by going over to Browse or yeah, Brave? So one of the features of Brave, Brave often used to entice new users is the fact that you can earn money just for browsing. So, I mean, I might start using it a lot more. I've yeah sort of peeked into it a little I bit. Will, I will say that... Uh, obviously, the majority of the reason why people get into the Brave browser is because you're able to make a monetary gain just by doing simple, like, just, like, browsing. But I will say there kind of is a learning curve to Brave. I mean, especially I, I will be honest, I have used Google Chrome literally my entire life. So there was, maybe, like, it took me a week to get used to it, and I've probably been using it for over... I would, I'll just say, like, I'll be, I've been using it for, like, two months, and I'm completely used to it by now. The only difference is that when you open up Brave, you you don't instantly go to a Google, like, landing page, but, like, you can still use Google in the Brave browser, so it just doesn't, doesn't even yeah. matter. Really. I was <laughs> like, if, like, and also, Brave has their own search engine, so you can use Brave search engine, or you can go on Google. It's really just, like, personal. It's really just your personal preference. It's literally just a browser. It's all Everything's the same. Like YouTube's the same, like every website you want's the same. So it's just, it's to each their own, I guess. And I just yeah. brave. But um, also another important reason is that like since it's built on top of Chromium, you have access to the Chrome Web Store without having to use Chrome. 
So like just like I said earlier, Brave allows you to install applications from the Chrome Web Store, which is great. Uh, if like us, you have a number of app extensions you use every day, like I, there's probably three or four app Google uh, Web Store extensions I use on like a daily basis, and this really helps because I don't have uh, have the headache of trying to figure out how to replace those. I just have to go to the Chromium Web Store. And just download the same ones. Like when I'm writing essays on my computer, I still have Grammarly on top, or I still have the Grammarly extension, which is kind of like a grammar and helps me write essays, especially for uh, important important essays I have to write. But it's 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 always there. Also, the MetaMask extension is there, so I don't have to worry about that. Like the MetaMask little fox is always in the corner looking at me. And there's there's uh, many other stuff I could put on my computer if I wanted to use, and it's perfect, especially if you're a kind of cr- you're you're still attached to Chrome like I am. This really helps. And uh, the other benefit is that when new extensions are released, so long as you have updated Brave uh, to the most recent version of Chromium, you should be able to use those extensions. So it kind of just updates along with Chrome, so it's perfect. Yeah. So I mean, it just sounds all around better, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. So for my next reason, it's also another good thing, obviously, and it's that Brave is faster than Firefox, Chrome, and Opera. I mean, faster is always better when it comes to internet or searching. And one of the benefits of blocking trackers and advertising by default is that websites will load faster as they don't have to prime all the features that follow you around. And it also... And you don't have to wait for ads to start loading in because I know. Yeah, I exper- exactly. It's I experience this like a awesome. lot. Like when I first go in and you see that like empty block, that's probably going to be like a mm-hmm. discount for buying something, but there's no X yet because it hasn't loaded yeah. in. And without yeah. that being there, I mean, all around it's, better. It's, it, it just, you're, you have access to everything earlier. And also, Especially, say you're using Firefox or Chrome, and you have, let's say you uh, downloaded your own ad blocker. You have to first go to the website, and then the website sends the information to the ad blocker. Then the ad blocker just blocks the ad, and it's just too many hands. With the Brave browser, you go to the website, and the ads aren't there, because it's already built in. So it's perfect. Yeah. You don't have, there's not as many hands kind of pushing around the data. But also, for our even more... Uh, stealthy folks you could say that enjoy even having an extra layer of security with their browsing Uh, Brave has their own incognito mode called Tor Incognito so if however you simply want to browse the dark web and see what what there is to see um, Brave is a convenient way to do that without having to download a separate browser just note that the benefits we uh, mentioned earlier disappear when using the Tor network, because obviously I don't want we don't want to get into the whatever, or we don't want to get into all the details of what the Tor network is and how to access the dark web or whatever. But when you kind of go onto the Tor network using the Brave browser, kind of the, the powers of Brave disappear because it's because the Tor network is kind of all uh, foggy and even more even more security, which is crazy to see, but. If you're trying to be extra stealthy, go right ahead. Brave's your option. Yeah. So for the last kind of reason that you might want to switch, it's that Brave will disable Flock. So many of you wondering what Flock is. And Flock is Google's alternative to third-party cookies and is based on machine learning. 
and this will allow the browser or any browser to anonymously study how users are browsing and then group them in chords. So pretty much that's like basing, like we said earlier, like it, you talk about one item and then next and the next thing you know, you're getting an ad for it. And then mm-hmm. Brave will not have this. So a machine isn't tracking over your every move online. So it's just, it's not as creepy because I know like, They'll be like, yo, this is so cool. And then you get an ad for it and it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just a better, it's just, it makes, it gives me a peace of mind that I know I'm not constantly being watched. <laughs> like, obviously, like the main reason I would say people wouldn't want to switch to Brave is either they're too lazy, which I completely understand, or they're just, they don't like, they're like, oh, I don't care if they have my data. Like, it doesn't matter. And, but like me personally, I enjoy, using something where i feel safe online i'm not constantly being watched and i have the probability of earning a reward just for using the browser which is kind of just perfect but i would i mean i guess i'm I'm obviously biased for the brave browser but you know i just go out and download it try it out there's no reason not to yeah so we've been talking about uh comparing brave with like chrome firefox all that so how is it different from its competitors so obviously if you compare brave versus chrome like you there's obviously pros and cons to both and obviously you want to find they're both very good websites just for like finding basic information and doing google searches but pretty much brave beats out chrome like they beat them out of the ballpark with security i mean the brave browser is entirely safe it does not require third-party add-ons to ensure browsing security like chrome would if you wanted to install an ad blocker or something at the end of a surfing section or surf surfing session, sorry, a Brave user may choose what data to delete. Uh, there's the there's options in the Brave settings where you can pretty much uh, have it set to where you it instantly download or deletes your cookies and instantly deletes your browsing history as well once you're done um, with whatever you were looking up. And also, it uh, prevents fingerprinting attempts and scripts from being loaded, so it pretty much just secures your data even more, especially if you're logging to important stuff like maybe your like your bank account or say like your Twitter account. It just um, keeps it even. It keeps those passwords and everything more secure. And also, it does not support uh, a large number of third-party add-ons. Um, just like a third-party add-on is a web browser, like web games and stuff. Like it kind of just gets rid of those. Just stuff it doesn't need and stuff uh no kind of just like stuff that's taking up room on a browser or whatever but the brave browser still has a lot of work to do in terms of security but they're right on track for the time being i mean even i mean no browser is perfect for security but if you're looking for something that is the best brave is your option just plain and simple and also it has a i mean uh 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 just like alex is talking about and or Alex, why don't you just go ahead and kind of talk about what you see Brave as and kind of your opinion on the Brave browser. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, like, we're talking about security, and it's it's on track to, like, be as good or, like, better than Chrome. And so I'm kind of comparing this, like, listening to everything, like, kind of analyzing everything. And I see it kind of Brave as Solana, where they kind of have all the ideas. They have, like, where they want to go, how they're going to get there and they just need to put them all together just like Solana so that it becomes one of the best browsers out there cuz i mean like like with Solana security is sort of lower i guess and uh it's 
I mean, it's new. So just as Brave is. And so I feel like their kind of correlation together is very good. And yeah, I mean, also the Brave browser has been around for like a couple of years. So yes, they are new compared to Google Chrome or Safari or anything, but they're making steps in the right direction every single day. I mean, it's becoming better every day. They're always working on new betas and kind of, they also listen to the community very well. I will say they're, um, like they respond very well to what the community wants to see with the browser when compared to like a big corporation like Google or Apple. They really don't care uh, what their com- consumers have to say. And yeah, the feedback with the community using Brave is great to see. And also it just kind of makes the Brave browser work even better because you're actually, they're going to implement things that consumers will actually use. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, just kind of like to end off uh, kind of some... Uh, why is Brave different? And obviously, with the built-in basic attention token wallet, uh, the Brave browsers can. The Brave browser supports cryptocurrencies, and pretty much, uh, I also have my MetaMask linked with my Brave browser, so it just makes everything easier and simple. Especially if I'm trying to mint an NFT or join a waitlist, it happens instantly. And also, uh, cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and Ethereum can be used to fund the wallet. So it's kind of also just a cryptocurrency wallet as well. So. I mean, I don't see I don't see Google Chrome uh, allowing their users <laughs> to make a crypto wall and store crypto. So, I mean, that's just another pro right there. But uh, to get into pros and cons, um, Alex, why don't you kind of just go over some pros and cons of the Brave browser? Yeah. So, like Michael said, first I'm going to start off with Brave, and some of the pros, obviously, the security and privacy top notch, as we described earlier extremely fast web page loading due to like the lack of ads and cookies excellent initiative features and um i mean this goes with being exactly like exactly tied to chrome where you can get all those um like docs and everything like that and then a futuristic perspective i mean there you can get crypto for watching ads i mean that's I mean, that's not even cool. watching ads just like getting yeah just like just seeing an ad you're getting paid crypto which i think is pretty cool and so now we go to cons of brave and there's i mean there's not that many i mean it's new so i mean it's got it needs time to catch up and figure out bugs and then also use uh a lot more ram so many of you asking well what's ram so ram stands for random access memory and this is like the temporary storage component of the, your computer. And so RAM holds all the data you're currently using from the website you're looking at to the movement of your mouse from one side of the screen to another. So it's really just like short-term memory stuff, pretty much. And then moving over to Chrome, so the pros and cons of Chrome. So first, pros, uh, it's one of the most widely used uh, browsers. I mean, everyone's used Chrome. It's very popular. Uh, Google Apps integration is simple. Uh, I mean, I think it's pretty simple on um, Brave, but I mean, it's directly tied with Chrome. I mean, Chrome, Google, they're literally the same company. And so also the management of tabs. Like, Brave isn't that hard, but you have to, being completely lazy here, you have to open a whole other thing instead of Chrome (laughs) where you can just like, oh, there it is, pop sort of thing yeah yeah and yeah guys or sorry go ahead keep going and then the cons so pretty much also memory usage is high i mean if you're gonna 
see all these things and it's just gonna stick with chrome and it's just gonna eat up a lot of data and then um customization is limited i mean so with brave you can you have all these settings that you can change like ads and stuff like michael was talking about earlier and then another con you can't make crypto you can't get crypto so yeah so i mean it's great to see obviously Alex and I have the uh, same opinion on why or whether to choose Brave or not. But, uh, I mean, it's it's a kind of a no-brainer. It's really easy. Um, I, I guess we can put the uh, link to download Brave in the description of this podcast just to make it even easier for you all to do. Just one click and boom, you're done <laughs> um, to start download. But also, it's on the App Store. It's on... If you're using Google Chrome, you can go on your computer and download it. It's, it's really easy. It's simple. It's maybe like a couple pushes of a button and boom, you're done. And uh, yeah, guys, I think that's pretty much just going to be it for today. Alex, do you want to say anything before you head out here? Uh, just make sure you give us five stars on Spotify. Check us out. Make sure you tell any of your friends that might be interested. Word to word or like spreading it that way is really helps us a lot. Yeah, exactly. Mouth to mouth advertisement is the perfect way to grow this podcast since the nft community is small and we're trying to get into those inner circles of nft communities to kind of just build a strong foundation of a kind of like just like an audience but also if you all want to reach out to us we have a twitter tiktok and instagram you can look us up it's at nft nation or at nft underscore nation underscore podcast we have the same um profile picture for all saint for all three social media so yeah definitely give us a follow on all three of those and feel free to reach out to us on any of those i mean we're our dms are completely open we're not we're a small podcast we're still able to be personable with our audience and yeah guys we just hope you all learned something today and maybe even convince you to download the brave browser which we're uh we're here to do yeah we'll see you guys thanks for listening